rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. As a musician, I do not feel comfortable with the current state of rap Iggy Azalea um, came out with a new song and all I have to say is that real recognize real girl um, this is not a rap beef between Iggy Azalea and bad Barbie baby Bobby uh, unfortunately being black is not a costume if you hadn't noticed um, and people that sing rap black people that sing rap actually most of them are singing from their experience, unfortunately. Um, so the fact that you think that you can just put it on and play it like a costume is really weird. And uh, specifically because you cannot bring your Australian ass over here and authentically perform anything uh, from our culture. So uh, not cute. Uh, and I gave you a chance and you blew it. So that's it. Here's my advice, uh, Iggy Azalea, so you don't have another depressive episode. Just talk white, talk Australian, or be Australian, or be white. I don't know, because didn't an Australian man just shoot up a whole mosque? I went to the BP this morning to get my coffee, and I was like, oh my God, do you hear about the, the, the mass shooting? He's like, yeah, the man's from Australia, and he's a Trump supporter. I'm like, wait. So Iggy Azalea's out here uh, trying to have very dark and weird music videos but she could use you know here's here's another piece of advice use your platform in another way um and maybe instead instead of perpetuating black stereotypes how about you dismantle white supremacy in your native land honey um anyway woo chili baby back ribs uh how are you doing today you are listening to center of the sun i am your host devon and I changed my Twitter handle. I'm sorry. It's at Natural Devon on Twitter. I have found that when I think of the word Iggy Azalea, or the phrase Iggy Azalea rather, thoughts in my brain just turn and turn and turn and turn until they get tired. And I'm just like, why am I thinking about her? Um, but that's the same feeling I get as when I think of the word um, infinity the word infinity you know infinity and beyond um first things first i've learned that through years of research my all oh, my near decade of research of being a researcher uh professionally that if you want to meet god you must be like god if you um but iggy azalea that's not how blackness works um but go off girl I keep telling people around me that the pink spongy thing inside of your skull is the only tool you need to survive on this planet. Just think for two fucking seconds. Like, come on. But it's true in most cases. When you think about God or when you try to think about God in God's truest form. Can you see a clear picture? Because I can't. It's black. There's a block there. My third eye is blocked. My pineal gland is calcified. I don't know what's going on. 
you're probably having the same problem because that's why you're listening to Center of the Sun. And since the day I was born, I was told that God is external and that God is unattainable and but God is omnipresent and I'm uh, and omnipotent. Uh, omnipotent means all knowing and omnipresent means everywhere at any given point in time. So we have a sense that God is infinite and we've been told that God is infinite, but we are told that we're not anything. We're shit. Um, but I used to hold that same view at knowing Jay just at, uh, he tweeted me the other day. He's like, how did those supplements on secret energy are, how are those going? And I'm just like, uh, actually it's going very well. Um, what I'm realizing is that God, the universe, the afterlife, those are really big concepts, huge concepts, infinite concepts, limitless concepts. But those ideas are not just because they're big and limitless and eternal and godlike. Why are they unattainable? Why are we being told in our society just like it's the same thing? I'm like, like all day long, I do vitals and draw blood and everything. And for, re, you know, for clinical research and I, it's all like men who have sex with men so i understand like where we get this sense from but at the same time like who told you you're fat who told you you're ugly who, you know like people come into me and they tell me these horrible things about themselves they say things about themselves that are horrible and one of the most annoying things and this is coming from a very handsome tall skinny man <laughs> um but the one of them and i've always been like this my entire life i've pretty much been the same size my entire life um when I take people's weight, because we have to measure, you know, any changes, any changes in your body and any, even your weight, even if even 20 pounds is too, you know, like, well, we got to tell the government, but every single man, and this is, and maybe I would say 99.9% of men, but I'm saying 99.9% of men. Cause there's every once in a while where I'm like, whoa, you don't hate yourself. Wow. That's new. Um, 99.9% of men have an issue with their weight and not like anybody who's morbidly obese or has been told by their doctor that you're going to die if you do not make a change no literally they're just like strapping healthy young men hate their bodies and i'm just like where did you get that where'd you get those ideas from well they're unconscious messages that enter our psyche and our reality and if we are not wise and we're not discerning of the things that people tell us they start to affect how we think about ourselves. And that's the same thing that's happened with God. Oh, I believe. And it's how I arrived to the conclusion that humans don't have the capacity to attain God. Therefore, we should not try. Um, humans, humans have the capacity. Basically, humans have the fucking capacity because if you do some research and it's not and i don't mean google because i'm talking about like this is like a really i think it's like this is why i think it's a conspiracy because i'm like if it's not true then why are you covering it up i don't understand um or why are why is it being censored um and by censored i mean why when i go to the internet i can i can't look up hermetic or corpus hermeticum or i can't look you know i have to like really look i have to watch youtube videos for weeks not hours or minutes not days for weeks i have to watch weeks worth of youtube videos to kind of start putting a picture together and that's what pisses me off this is why center of the sun exists i'm trying to value access to information i'm trying to value skepticism and i'm trying to value wholeness you cannot make a decision with half of the data you can't make a conclusion with half of information. You just you just can't. How do why would you accept a religion with 25% of the books of the Bible taken out of the fucking religious text? <laughs> that right there is like maddening to me cuz I'm like, who how stupid do you think I am? Or how stupid do you think I actually want to be because I don't want to be stupid at all. So, let me get off my rant. If you do some research, you find out that actually 
God, when we learn that for the Lord our God is almighty, yes, the Lord our God is omnipotent. I learned that in church. Omnipotent means all knowing, omnipresent means exists everywhere at all times. I remember learning that song as a kid and like having the lyrics up on the chalkboard and being like, what the fuck does omnipotent mean? Omnipotent, you know, and at the time we couldn't pronounce it and then. Then, you know, you learned a song and then you learned some new words. That's why music is great. But at the time I knew, oh, my God, I know. Or at the time I learned for the first time, like, oh, my God. Yeah, God is everywhere. That's what that means. For the Lord, our God is omnipotent for the Lord. Our God is almighty and omnipresent and all those all of those things. But I quickly well, not quickly, but it took me about 20 years to grow out of white Christianity, white God white god beliefs is what i guess i'll call it because i don't want to knock anybody's religion but i'm like it's based on white supremacy i'm like you can see it play out in new zealand today like what in the girl what i do not worship white god fuck that shit i do not worship division i do not worship trauma i do not worship pain all of those things are normal parts of life but we should not be putting those front and center in our reality every single day but if you want to find God, you have to first sing to yourself, for the Lord our God is omnipresent. Um, and what does that mean? You must first allow yourself to think of what omnipresence means, what omnipotence means. Omnipotence indicates infinity, insinuates an infinite amount of something, volume or magnitude of something. And I'm... And when I say infinity, I'm not talking about the planets. Those are big enough bodies, you know, heavenly bodies, whatever. I'm not thinking about stars, even though those are, you know, our star gives us life every day. I'm not thinking about other humans. I'm not thinking about your mama, your bald headed daddy, uh, your sister, your brother. I'm thinking about you, honey. Who are you inside of your head? Who are you inside of your head? That part of you, your higher self, whatever you want to call it, your spirit. That part of you must start practicing. That's the point of today's show. That's what we're going to be talking about today. What does that process look like? If if I want to find God, if I want to find truth, and I'm not going to say God. I guess I'll say if I want to find the truth about the reality in which we are locked inside of, um, you need to start practicing and pushing the limits of your consciousness and striving for wholeness. Um, because what we have found in, you know, listening or uh, listening to the audience of Center of the Sun and doing our own research is that there is not a good and a bad. There is not just a black and a white. There's not just an up and a down. There's not just a hot and a cold. There's a third element to every dualistic pattern. That's the observer. Because you can't add value to something by being that thing. Something external must assign value to something, you know? So, so for instance, so this is the law of three. And woo, season five of Center of the Sun, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, literally today, my brain, I had to take a, I had to lay on my bed for a minute. Because when I started, when I start making connections inside of my brain, this is why meditation is so amazing. Because it's not like, oh, I have a minute. It's like, it's just like I have a minute of clarity. And no, 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 no. It's like, if I keep allowing myself to think of the limitless possibilities, it becomes abundantly clear how everything connects. But basically, the law of three, and we're going to be getting into the law of three in numerology in season five because it's such a huge thing, but it's very cool, and it kind of unifies a lot of ideas that I've had swirling around in my mind. But law of three, think, okay, so let's start with the law of two. Good, bad, God, devil, you know, all these things are we as humans we find valuable something's good or something's bad but how do we arrive to that conclusion that this is good and that this is bad well something external 
place value on the things that are good in direct contrast with the things that are bad. So that's the law of three is that no two things can exist. No, no opposites can exist without an observer. That's the point of today's show. How do we become that observer? How do we become... How do we become an observer in a world where we must adhere to the rules of good and bad? So how do you become, how are you good, bad, and the observer? How do you become, how do you fuse those things together? Well, good vibes are not enough, honey. They never were. And um, the Christians that that buck up against good vibes is that are actually true because we're just perpetuating Christianity. I'm like, it's just another form. It's just a, a blasphemous form of Christianity. So we have to dismantle the whole shit. Uh, good vibes, bad vibes, not enough. Still dualistic. Bad, bad vibes are not a good, aren't, contra, aren't contrast to good vibes. They're just another aspect of our reality. Um, a necessary part of our reality. So if we label something as bad, then we try to eliminate it. Therefore, we are um, imbalanced still. Um, we need to start being the observers, not the player. Player, player. <laughs> Sorry. Religion is not enough as well. Um, there is no... And when I say religion is not enough, it's because it's this notion that one size will fit all. If you just do this step, that step, this step, drink the blood of this animal and eat the flesh of this man, you will live in heaven for eternity. That sounds great, but that's also a big-ass lie because intuitively, and you don't have to verify this at all, but within your own head, that doesn't even make sense. You know it doesn't make sense, and that's why white supremacy is running rampant in our society, Iggy Azalea. Ooh, religion breeds division. Dualism breeds division. Dual. It's meant to divide. It's meant to divide. Okay. Let's have a thought experiment, people. So close your eyes with me. Imagine yourself. Um, okay, we're not gonna meditate for real, but I want you to take a minute, if you can, imagine with me. Let's go on a thought experiment, just like Albert Einstein would. Even though Albert Einstein was not, you know, the smartest person in the world. He was actually sleepy. He was actually, I'm not sleepy, just my coffee wears off too fast. But um, he always inspired me because the way he thought was just interesting. And he would always go on these like thought experiments. Like, let's let's consider for a moment this other thing that might be true if we just thought about it hard enough. So imagine yourself right now sitting in a space inside of your head legs crossed arms folded it's pitch black though but it's not without form there's something you know like you're sitting on something there's something in the distance but it's all black you don't really understand and by black i mean your head's version of what black is because in my head it's like black and white but it's still all dark i don't know you're equal to god in this space imagine that you are equal to god and that you and God are just up here, just like living your best life out here, not living a life at all because you create form. But do you see anything yet? Do you see anything in the background? Do you see anything swirling? If not, keep trying. Just keep trying to imagine yourself equal to God. And if you're having trouble with this, you're probably like just bogged down by your day. So it just takes a few time, a few tries. Do this over the next like 20 days and I promise you it'll happen. But think of yourself higher than all forms on this earth, all higher than the bugs and the and the humans and the and lions and nothing can touch you. You're just like you're all the way up. Woo! Hey, like Remy Ma and jo- Fat Joe, whatever or whatever his name is. Um, are your eyes still closed? Sorry. Okay. Well, keep thinking about who you are. And I'm closing my eyes, so I can't read the script. Sorry. Now imagine yourself, (laughs) I'm so dumb. Imagine yourself inside the heart of every creature on this planet. Go there. Imagine yourself in the heart of every creature, every atom on this planet. 
everything. Oh, Devon, open your eyes. Okay, go there as fast as possible. You want to find God, right? Well, you have to start thinking like God. That's why I'm telling you to do this weird shit, okay? So, well, okay, keep doing this. Keep imagining you are as high as God is and that you can place yourself inside the hearts and minds of every creature and every inanimate object on this planet. Hold those images in your mind, okay? And think of these things. Think of these things as you're like, rest. you're just like placing your spirit inside of every little cute fox and every baby goat and every plankton in the sea and every, every horny ass sperm whale. Just like imagine you are eternal just like God. Nothing is impossible just like God. Deem that you are immortal and you're able to grasp all things inside of your thoughts. You can do it. You can do it. Just, you know, just practice. It's fine. You know every craft. So now you're inside the heart of every human. You know every craft. You know every science because you created it. You dwell within all things. You're higher than all heights. You're lower than all depths. You know, even the sea, even like below the sea. What's below the sea? You know, because you're, you're God. You are inside of everything. You are lower than everything. You embody all opposites in quality. Heat and cold. You're you're hot and you're cold. What? You're dry and you're wet. Ow, ow. You're fluid. You're, you're the earth. You are the sea. You are heaven. You are, okay. You, okay. You are not even born yet. You're in the womb. You are young and you are old. You're dead. You're in the afterlife. You are the afterlife. Now, try to grasp all of that right now inside of your head. Just try to be the observer. Try to take a step back. Try to grasp all these qualities, all these magnitudes, all together at one time and feel the chills go through your body just like they're going through mine. Oof. But, okay, so you can open your eyes now. We're done with our thought experiment. If you choose to stay simple and small and quiet, why the fuck would God choose you? You're not even cool. Like, you're not cool. Um, You have no original thought. You don't care about nobody but your motherfucking self. Why the fuck would God choose you? You, you don't believe in yourself. You do think you're 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 uh you need to be saved, you need help from somebody. Why the fuck would God this creator who is so proud of his creation or her whatever creation, but you take it for granted, why the fuck would God choose you? If real recognize real, why not try to be like God? When Kanye West said, I am a God, <sighs> See, this is why I'm just like not talking about Kanye West ever because I see where he's trying to go, but he does too many drugs. And this is why people, I mean, you can use medicine, plant medicine to get to this point. And I have used plant medicine to not get to this point, but to turn up. But <laughs> but it, as a consequence, I've, you know, my brain, your brain shifts. And that's why that shit's illegal because... You start recognizing real. Real start recognizing real. The God inside of you starts recognizing the God inside of somebody else. The God inside of you starts recognizing the God inside the fucking plants. The God inside of you starts looking up at the sky and being like, bitch, that's God. Um, And then you start recognizing, oh, the God of the Bible is not God. He's petty. <laughs> He's actually petty. He's a white man. He's uh, jealous. He is forcing me to do things that I don't believe are true. Um, he believes that certain people go to heaven and that certain people burn for eternity in torture. White God wants you to believe that you are nothing. You have become nothing. You should be afraid of the earth and the sea. You should be afraid of other humans. 
And in doing so, you need people that are like you to help you and that everybody else should probably die. You don't know what you will be. Therefore, you need a God to tell you who you are. Why the fuck would God want you? Just ask yourself. Yeah. It's just like a job interview. Like, why? What makes you special? Like, there's nothing that makes you special because you have all the tools. You just don't want to use them. So why would I why would I ask you to come work over here and be petty like a petty ass bitch like that believes that you're higher or lower than somebody like either way, either direction is bad. No, everybody is everybody is a supreme being and they cannot be contained in this physical reality. Heaven should encompass all people in all things. God presents himself through our senses. Okay, so when you when I was talking about God being unattainable, you know, believing that God is unattainable at the same time, I also believe that my emotional body was a detriment to my humanity. When actually the opposite is true. This is why I'm like, this is a conspiracy because why is everything that's true? Why did I believe the opposite? And why did I believe it wholeheartedly? Because someone planted those seeds in me and allowed them to grow. God presents himself through our senses and through our emotions. And he manifests himself in all things and through all things. That's why no path is different. Because you're going to get to this. You're going to get to this realization whether you like it or not. Whether it's right now or it's on your deathbed. Most times it happens on people's deathbed. But they go they get dementia before they even get there. See, like, this is this is why I feel like it's a conspiracy. Oh, my God. I just realized about dementia that people are not getting to their deathbed to even come to this conclusion. Therefore, their 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 souls just reincarnate into the same bullshit. Oh, my God. All these old people are coming back. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, help me. Woo, Chile. I just, oh, I keep, oh, God. Okay, yeah, this is the kind of, okay, so we're going to talk about this process of just like realization, 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 because everything starts making sense. When you start realizing that all you need is a mustard seed uh, size thought to illuminate your entire soul. The eyes of the mind can behold God's image. This is why infinity and limitlessness and wholeness is attainable. How do you do this? How do you behold the image of God in your mind? Well, you have to want to find out who maintains the order of the universe. And it's not a white man. I'm prom I promise he's not a white guy. I really believe in my heart that God is not a white man. And, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a very long process. And I hope to give you today the clearest path possible. And in order to understand the path, I need to uh, let you know about how did I even get to this point? Um, and when I say it's a long process, I'm just going to share with you a little bit about my process of just like getting to, the, to this point. So um, my friend Katie, I met her like a few years ago, probably like six years ago or seven or eight years ago. I actually forget how long because... Um, she became successful um and well successful in like yeah so the so the long story short so basically we all were doing americorps me and her and a bunch of other people were doing americorps and that's how we started americorps is a domestic social service volunteer program that allows people who come from various backgrounds to instead of going straight into the workforce they can like go volunteer at a community-based organization to increase their capacity and to get professional experience. So my program was called Public Allies and me and my friend Katie met and we worked in similar agencies. Um, I worked, she worked in like homelessness prevention through home ownership and through grant, like processing federal grants for home ownership. And then I worked in homelessness prevention by processing rent payments through a catholic charity and um so that i guess that was our connection because her um she studied i think neuroscience in college or like had a bachelor's in neuroscience but then 
and this is actually ironic now that I think about it. Um, she wanted to go to, to divinity school at Harvard. And by the time we got done with our uh, terms of service or whatever it was, she, you get, uh, you get money to go to school. So I was like, I want, I was going to, I was never going to, I was going to use mine to finish school and she was going to use hers to get a master's in divinity. And so what I didn't know at the time, and I wish I, I wish I had somebody pay for my shit. But at the time, you know, like because we were in AmeriCorps, like the whole point of it is being impoverished. Like you're supposed to like not have money. And that's why they call it volunteer volunteering, because you don't get income you get a stipend to just like survive and so in order to do that a lot of people had to ask their parents for whatever and then so by the time it was time to move on she wanted to go to divinity school and her her dad said no well (laughs) in our infinite wisdom as young people um it's very that's very common to be cut off by your parents um i think he was you know just paying her rent i mean our rent was not that much like 500 dollars, whatever it was but you know he cut her off and she's like okay well i live in the cheapest place in the country literally cincinnati and um i'm just going to get a job and i'll just pay my own rent and that's it i'm going to 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 divinity school because god's because jesus said yes when jesus say yes um so anyway he wanted um what was best for her and now that we look back you know now that we look back she ended up not going to divinity school and actually ended up getting her master's in business and then now is like doing awesome and that just goes to show like you should probably listen to your parents uh, especially if they're paying for things but um but i mean it doesn't have to be traumatic you don't have to do everything that your parents says but divinity was important to her dad but it wasn't enough to support a career and he's right given this college scandals and all this kind of stuff you have a bachelor's in neuroscience why not expand into like being a doctor or you know like that's probably where he thought she was going to go but she was like no i want to be i want to study religion he's like why um but before this story before meeting her and understanding my own place in religion I never knew that Harvard had a divinity school. And I never knew that people really went to Harvard and got masters in divinity and studying religion and all kind of stuff like that. And I just thought divinity was the study of Christianity. But no. At the time, Katie also introduced me to a book of the Bible that was omitted called the gospel of thomas and i and and as a kid i remember hearing stories about oh my god they're finding new books of the bible they're in caves of the dead sea scrolls they're finding new dead sea scrolls in these like random ass clay pots inside of caves and they've survived all this time and da 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 here we go so i know so i know i have a frame of reference for the fact that there are bibles books of the bible missing from the king james version because for whatever reason, at that time, it was important to King James to omit things and to repurpose things. And now that I'm like, oh, because he thought he was God. Because King James understood that not only is God outside of us, that God is inside of us as well. And that's what this Gospel of Thomas clearly states. But you wouldn't see that in any Christian Bible. Um, and it indicated to me at that time, and that's the seed, that's the mustard seed of skepticism and doubt that was planted um not intentionally and not in malice and not in a nefarious way but it kind of got my wheels turning slowly that the bible was changed and so now that i'm researching and revisiting a lot of these things that i was introduced to years ago but never thought twice about it's like oh my god that's a beautiful passage that's cute why did he take that out of the Bible? I don't know. Okay, well, the Bible's still, you know, the Bible's still true, I guess. But years later, I am, like, actually astonished by the fact that entire sections, entire manuscripts are omitted for, were omitted from the Bible during the Middle Ages by King James. And we know this because the Harvard Divinity School and somebody on Twitter you know the unpopular opinion thing you know i'm the only person that everyone's like 
didn't think I have an opinion. I'm like, cause I was like, uh, I did the unpopular opinion, Jesus edition, the Jesus Christ edition. And I'm like, uh, there's overwhelming evidence that the entire Bible is not only a fallacy, but every character in there is wrong. The no one exists. None of those people existed. Jesus did not exist. It's all a template of some older way of thinking. I don't even know. But we know this because the Harvard Divinity School is a, is a hub of theists uncovering the hidden history of books in the Bible, like the ones found in Syria called um, the Corpus Hermeticum. And you can Google this, G or uh, C-O-R-P-U-S-H-E-R-M-E-T-I-C-U-M. That's called the Corpus Hermeticum. And it's a manuscript that is verifiable with other religious texts found on other fucking continents at the same, written at the same time. And the omission of these books later um, became known as the Gnostic books of the Bible, the G-N-O-S-T-I-C the gospel of thomas and then they're translated to english and da, da, da. so then it becomes the gospel of thomas and these and that and that kind of thing the gnostic books of the bible described a religion similar to christianity but in which man and nature are one we do not have dominion over this planet we do not have leadership over anything we are an equal part of nature and there is no division between beings we don't have the right to eat a cow. We do not have a right to slaughter chickens. We have no business trying to find God if we do not want to expand our imagination to think of ourselves as capable of attaining infinity. That is the point of the Gnostic texts or the Gnostic books of the Bible or what is known as the Corpus Hermeticum. So basically what I'm saying in order to kind of get to this point of like, there's a path of enlightenment. There's a template um, that Jesus went through. Believe it or not, the story of Jesus is literally the Corpus Hermeticum changed into weird ass stories, literally. And I'm going to describe to you why I think this is true. King James. Okay. So anyway, I find it to be, paramount to our quest what is that i find it to be paramount in our quest of enlightenment that we must uncover and recover the information we lost during the middle ages during the dark ages it was just like i'm like and everybody knows that the dark ages that's why it's called the dark ages is because there was this point in time where everybody was like going to going to war the muslims are fighting these the muslims are fighting the christians the christians are fighting everybody else making everybody convert to christianity to that form of christianity and that to what we still practice today that was the purpose of the middle ages was to stamp down all of this i don't know information i don't know but now we're back so hey uh we're being illuminated and into and we're intuiting these things that's why the story of jesus follows these patterns because intuitively we this is the way that our bodies will operate. We operate in this exact way. These stages of enlightenment are true for every person on this planet. So what do we know? The Bible has changed during the dark ages. A lot of things were hidden in caves and clay pots that we're still finding today. And now the extent of those changes can be debated but what cannot be debated was when, why, and by whom those changes were made. King James believed basically that he was God. He understood the nature of enlightenment. He understood the path and he understood the template that every human was made from. He was rude though because he wanted to keep all of this beautiful information to himself i mean the normal person i mean because it's like um it's so lit it's so lit like of course he would um that's why i want to share it with you because it's like what you're not gonna do is blame me <laughs> what you're not gonna do is the for two thousand years blame me for nothing 
Um, who's texting me? Aw. Um, but what you're not going to do is blame me for the condition of the world in 2,000 years because you knew it. You have all the information that, um, that you need in order to ascend to enlightenment because what I don't want is to hurt anybody. So King James believes he, he was God and he understood how to manipulate humans, basically. This is who I'm talking about when I call on white God. This is white God. This is the God of white supremacy. This is the God that we're trying to kill. <laughs> like, please. Any religious figure, any religious figure that excludes someone is not a leader. You're most likely an agent of a group of humans that want to destroy the world, actually, or believe the opposite of whatever I'm about to share with you today. Did I notice I said, did you notice that I said a human, though? So there are no aliens over here or demons or devils or any spirits or occult or mystic things going on. These are all humans manipulating you and convincing you that there is something external going on when everything is literally inside of your mind. And no one on this earth is better than anyone else. All of this division is being manufactured, honey, by humans. Okay. The Illuminati are humans. The 1% are humans. <laughs> like, uh, they're humans. They don't know shit. They just are a little bit smarter than you because they have more information and more books. Their mama probably told them something when they were in the womb. I don't know. But how do you start thinking like a god or a creator? That's the point of today's show. What's this path look like? What am I looking at? What should I be expecting? What is? What should I expect moving forward? Well... For me, I need to understand the full picture of where I'm headed. So here are some stages. Here are some stages of change on your path to enlightenment. You're welcome. Please keep in mind that no one's path is wrong and that literally this is just a template that literally Jesus went through if Jesus was real, but we know that he's not, so that's fine. Um, this process is called unfoldment. Unfolding of consciousness. And full disclosure, you're going to experience rapid shifts in your consciousness. You're going to have to pay attention to your self-need. Self-care is paramount. You have to take care of your body. You have to take care of your emotions. And you have to take care of your mind. I know how you can do that in a safe and effective way without aspiring and committing to a new religion because that's the point that I'm trying to make is that you don't need a religion or anybody else to do anything but you do have to take care of yourself you do have to make sure that your etheric body is top notch so the other bodies can flow through without any resistance your soul your energy your your, your emotions your your thoughts if there if you have a blockage in there if you have cancer you can't think clearly. If you have heart disease and all these things, if your diet is shit, you can't think clearly. We know that for a fact. We know that sugar is a drug. We know um, that fat is a drug. They add it to our food because it tastes good because you can manipulate the chemicals in your brain. Uh, anyway, I have some natural remedies for you. Visit Devon.org. Click on Activate Your Greatness. Read my little blurb find the link you'll find it but um or you can just email me hostacentrason21.com just be like hey help me out with my natural remedies please um if you'd like you don't have to but anyway in order to um understand this 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 uh path of enlightenment i want to ask you a question do you remember the first time you recognized yourself in the mirror, like as a kid, like you looked in the mirror like, that's me. Oh, that's me. Well, maybe I only had that moment. Um, but because I'm still actually I have the memory of when I did it. I remember the exact day. It was like a summer day. It was like in the morning. I forget. But I remember because I'm still surprised by my face. Every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, that's me. Like, I guess I'm cute. Whatever. Um but I've been doing this ever since I was a kid because I just, I always, because your consciousness is still there, you have a consciousness up, you have a consciousness up until that point as a human. But I didn't realize that that was the first step of enfoldment. 
And I have this theory about like queer kids that like we are forced into unfoldment because the world social rejection. But only bolsters the chest. Yes. But the but this is the first step of enfoldment, like just recognizing that you are inside of a physical body like, oh, shit, like I'm not the body. I am not the thoughts inside the body either. <laughs> you know, it's a realization that the physical body is just an illusion. Uh, but an illusory an illusory tool, though, uh, we are uh, and realizing that you're greater than yourself. That you are your body, you're all your thoughts, but you're also something bigger than that. Um, and that dualism, that that's called dualism, and it gets harder to operate inside of your body once you start realizing those things. You're like, but there's like a part that's greater. So like, how do I choose? You know, like you're starting to pick and choose what's important to you. And you feel pretty good at this stage because you're like, oh, yeah, there's a gun in me. You know, like a gun in me. You know, there's you start feel like you realize that um, and you start recognizing that you have some power. You start feeling chills go down your back and like you start realizing that like you can maybe read somebody's mind. Like if you just like think, you know, just think hard enough, you can like start to intuit things. But you're still bogged down with daily life, you know, that's the first stage. Just identifying that you are in a physical body and that there is something greater happening in your reality that you don't quite understand. Then that goes to that leads us to the second phase of unfoldment when you start recognizing that the self that exists and purely inside your head is separate from the body, but is affected by the body. I believe which I forget which you have to listen to season three. I don't know, but I don't know which because we're like episode 11 right now. I have no idea which episode I talked about. I introduced I think it was in Chakra um, in the Chakra episode where we're talking about the different bodies, the etheric body, the mental body, the astral body where but when in in those episodes, I talk about how if your etheric body, your physical body is fucked up, your other body. Your spirit and your thoughts can't flow properly and then you get stuck in your chakras like your soul shock or your soul chakra your solar plexus and you know like your emotions those are emotional centers and if your emotional centers are out of balance your emotions cannot flow properly and that's why you get these horny ass men and these crazy ass women and these depressed ass gay people you know like we're not balanced there is a way to balance your body through supplementation, through exercise, through diet, through sleeping, through meditation. That's why Beyonce keeps telling y'all to be vegans. Because she knows that in order to ascend to these other levels of consciousness, you have to at least at a foundational level understand how the chemistry of your body works. I can share with you more information about that. Email me, host at centrosun21.com if you're ready to make the actual change. To enlightenment but let's move along because I feel like I get stuck in this phase a lot um because when I meditate I always do so with the intention of um meeting my higher self and I always speak to I always speak about myself in terms of higher self and lower self because I just can't quite grasp the fact that that's just that's me that's still me you know like it's so weird it's hard to grasp it but this is why you want to get your she legit you want to get your crystals you want to you want to make it easier for your thoughts to flow through your body because the corpus hermeticum is a template and it's a and it's a literally a definition of like fract the fractal nature of our universe what we see externally is the exact same thing that's it's the it's geometric it's just a reflection of what we see externally or whatever the inverse of what I just said but anyway it's this realization the second phase is that you are form and yourself but they are not the same okay and meditation can really get you to this second phase of unfoldment so if you feel like 
you just have a God in you, <laughs> but you don't really understand what that means. The second phase um, can be achieved through meditation and through exercise and through supplements. Visit Devon.org. But the third stage is where you really start getting weird, okay? Because we get to this point where you're like, but I'm a supreme being, though. Like, not only am I self, and not only am I form, and, you know, not only am I um, those two things, I am also the observer as well. And that physical form and uh, reality cannot lock me in. I have said this before, and um, what, you are a supreme being, and you cannot be contained in this physical reality. Like, literally, you have to start saying that to yourself, because that is a whole new level of consciousness. When you start saying to yourself, I can't be contained, like, literally, go back on your thought experiment, and, like, think of yourself in the hearts of every creature, creature on this planet. You cannot be contained. It's possible. You understand the possibility if you stretch your imagination humanity starts to feel like a privilege when you get to this third stage you're like bay way but i am contained maybe i should try to maximize instead of trying to find something greater than myself can i maximize what i have already am i maximizing my time here on earth if my soul chose my body so if i can't be contained but my soul chose to be contained in a physical reality oh shit we should start like start trying to like be a good human be you know i don't know do what your soul let your soul start informing your choices so let's move to stage four okay when the soul starts to dominate the physical form when your soul and by soul i mean like what do you love what get you up in the you know like that is the soul like the thing the spark of your life that's your soul that's what you should be running to that's what oh my god that's what all these spiritual teachers are telling you to do do find your flow do what you love no let your soul dominate your physical form you are the soul you are the form find wholeness and find a way to shift your consciousness again this is where a lot of people find truth. This this is kind of where they stay. It's like, okay, I can't be conformed to the physical reality. I'm shifting my consciousness. But we also have to recognize that it's all about wholeness and balance. Your emotions are paramount to your human survival. If humanity is a privilege but it should be informed by the will of the soul. Should this will of the soul supersede the needs of the physical body? I don't think so. Because what I'm experiencing right now is that little by little, over the course of time, the soul will be the body. The body will be the soul. This fusion, we want to fuse it together and become one. This is the point at which you can start helping the human race. You can't help yourself unless you, or you can't help nobody else unless you help yourself. Real, recognize, real, honey. So stage five, so stage five, we've achieved initiation. And this is all found in the hermetic or the corpus hermeticum or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, this is stage five of initiation. The will of your soul starts becoming automatic. Doing what you love, finding your flow, like what I love. Thank God it's music. I'm like, thank God it's like moving my vocal cords. Um, because like anything else, I'm like, I don't think I would want any. I would have a boring ass life if music wasn't my soul's automatic thing. Um, expressing my emotions is automatic. You start to shed your ego when this happens. And this is why I think... My theory about queer kids is like our soul, our informed, our soul informs our entire childhood. That's why gay, little gay children give you life. And they grow up to be gay humans and adults that also continue to give you life. Like, come on. And this is not true 
of all, you know, people, whatever, but it's a trend and it's a pattern that I see and that I've seen in my own life. Cause I'm like, I don't know why anybody would tell child Devon to not be happy and not dance and sing. Like, why would you ever tell a child that it's because that adult's soul was not informing him. It was his external things. And that, because my family is very religious. So I'm like the people that told me not to be myself are the people. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, the soul becomes automatic. You start to shed your ego and the informed voice inside your head gives you the information you desire. Did you notice I didn't say truth or like the God or anything? No, you attain and collect information that you desire. You let your soul inform your actions. That is intuition. That's your intuition. Intuition, pure vision, direct knowledge, the ability to use and direct energy. That's your power. It's not magic. It's not magic at all. And it brings us back to those different bodies, astral body, etheric or physical body. And then third, the mental body. Those bodies start to fuse. This is the stage of enlightenment. When those things start to fuse together and you're like, okay, my spirit, my thoughts, and my physical form are in alignment, your chakras are in alignment. This is why no religion is necessary. It's just a template. When we talk about chakras, we're talking about Buddhism or whatever, Taoism, whatever it is, but you don't need to practice Taoism or Buddhism or Christianity to attain enlightenment. It's all just a template. Now... You've achieved the level of being a god. Well, no one has, but still, I've only seen this in the Bible. So Jesus ascends to heaven on a chariot. Or actually in Star Wars, <laughs> when Luke Skywalker saves the universe one last time, he ascends into nothingness. That is his ascension unto godliness. The Bible is just nothing more than a trans badly transcribed version of the same bullshit we've been. That's like literally inside of our brain. Literally the transit of uh, serotonin through our spinal cord is a, the same temp. Oh God, it's the same template. It's the same. It's the same steps. It's the five. It's the, it's a, it's a fractal. It is. It's a fractal. We are nothing more than a fraction of a larger whole. That's what. That's why season of the sun. It's numerology season, season, season four or five. I think I said season five, but it'll be season four. Will be about numerology, and then season five will be about light, the nature of light, and the nature of physics or the state of physics. So let's recap by using your imagination. You have the ability to expand yourself into what you think God is. By doing so, you will go through a series of changes called initiation. This initiation is described in every religious text on this planet, including the Bible, in which Jesus went through the same changes, birth, recognition of self, recognition of spirit locked in a physical form, renouncing all worldly connections, and then ascending to motherfucking heaven. Happy Easter. It couldn't be more clear. What do you think? Please email me your thoughts. Host at centrosun21.com. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at Natural Devon. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great day. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go. 